Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Hopefully we'll be joined by Bob Garrett and Art Thomas of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce talking about the jobless numbers. So the unemployment rate still going down, down to 4.2%, but just 210,000. Are you okay, buddy? I don't think so. 4, 4.2%. We're going to throw a party. All right. But well, every Friday's a party here, right? Who's buying? Oh, well, hey, we'll, we'll take... Uh, Your owner of we'll the company, go, right? We'll go see the suit in the corner, as Mr. Jones says, and we'll get the company credit card. Should we take the company jet somewhere? Uh, whatever. Okay, no, uh, numbers are out, and we're going to have diagnosis. I got a question, though. Did you renew Bob and Art's contract for Friday, or uh, are they going to be like Major League Baseball players? They're, I We did. locked them out? I did renew okay. their contract. Yep, okay. and here they are on the line. Good morning, sir. Mar- Mark Lawrence here. Who's this? This is uh, Bob Garrett, Dr. Stanley Martin of the Geisinger Medical Center, and Art Thomas of MechTech Diversified Construction, um, and chairman of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, I believe treasurer of the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way. All right. Uh, and I'm the president and CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, Mark Lawrence. Well, super. And, uh, and uh, uh, we're ready. Okay, we well, tell. fantastic. Thank you so much for calling in. We Let's really do appreciate it. Uh, we're on the line uh, with Bob Garrett, as he mentioned, President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, and Art Thomas, Chairman of the Chamber, and uh, Dr. Stanley Martin, back on the line. We've been lucky enough to interview him a number of times in the past couple of years, and uh, we appreciate him calling in from Geisinger. He's one of the, the lead docs there. Good morning, Dr. Martin. Thanks for calling in also today. We'll get his contract worked out also. Are you there? I guess he'll be calling in, or if he hasn't already. Bob, is he on the line? I think we're here now. Uh, Mark, that was uh, first day with the new fingers, Mark. This is Bob. I think I hit a button. So Dr. Stanley Martin is with you now, I believe. Dr. Martin? Good morning. Hey, fantastic to talk to you again. Thank you so much for calling in. He's been on WKOK a number of times. He's a star of stage screen and WKOK now, mm. uh, thanks to the pandemic. I guess it's that's the downside. It's a resume right. builder. Everybody on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, we're going to open up the toll-free line during the 9 a.m. hour. In the meantime, you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. All right, we have the jobless rate down to 4.2%. It was 4.6%. <laughs> We only got 210,000 jobs. Uh, we'll start out with Bob Garrett. Uh, your reaction to those kinds of numbers? Yeah, Mark, and, and, and if we can, let's hit that quick. Um, and then let's go to Dr. Martin. You know, he's over there saving lives and help, uh, helping us long live, as we like to say at Geisinger. Uh, but let me react to those real, real quickly. Number one, 4.2. Right? We're, we're in record territory here, folks. This is the national unemployment rate, not our local one. Actually, our local unemployment rate is actually lower. 
we'll get to that later in the show. Um, I want on this show, if we can, Mark, is to what do we know we know? What we know we know is this economy is coming back and it's coming back gangbusters. The other thing is, yeah, we're not we're not creating a million jobs a month anymore the way we were um, coming right out of the pandemic. But we also aren't losing. We didn't just, you know, there's still 5 million people on the sidelines, folks. There's still a lot of folks that need to get back in the labor force. We want to do what we can to do that. We want to make sure that Dr. Martin has the very best uh, LPNs and RNs and all that uh, coming in the pipeline here in the greater Susquehanna Valley uh, as he does the very important work that he does. So 210, it's not shabby. It's where the economists thought it was going to be. You know, the million million jobs a month, those, those, that's in the rearview mirror. Don't, don't, don't lose uh, any sleep. What's most important right now is the message we're about to hear from Dr. Martin. We absolutely have to keep this economy going, and the only way we can do that is if we all stay healthy, we all follow um, the evidence-based, data-driven information that's coming out of places like the Geisinger uh, and Dr. Martin, Dr. Rue, out of the Evangelical Community Hospital, Kendra Ocker and their uh, lead surgeons, out of the people in purple up in Waynesport, uh, UPMC. Trust your doctor. You may not want to trust the government anymore. That's a debate. Uh, I'll let Ben lead that debate. That's not my debate. We, you have to trust your doctor. When they talk to you, listen very, very, very carefully, because I have something very important to say, Mark, and that is if for some reason we don't get our, get our heads around this Omicron variant and it ends up in the greater Susquehanna Valley and we have even the, even the suggestion of the shutdown that we had at this time last year, 40%, mostly of our small businesses, will not survive the next three weeks. We absolutely have to be smart here. This is a disease, this is a disease, it's not a debate. We have to be smart, we have to follow the people we trust. If you don't have a doctor you trust, get one. They're at the Geisinger, they're at the EVAN, they're at UPMC, trust your doctor, get your vaccines, get your boosters. Um, I'm gonna shut up, Mark. <laughs> Uh, because I'm, I'm. Uh, you've got the, you've got the absolute subject matter expert in Dr. Stanley Martin, folks, and I. Everyone needs to listen to what he's about to tell you. He's the director of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Geisinger Health System. Dr. Martin, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, we don't know as much as I'd like to about the Omicron variant. What do you know for sure about this in terms of its uh, danger and contagiability, its uh, resistance to vaccine? Tell us some things that we do know? Well, we do know that it is a highly mutated version of COVID, and we do know that it has a propensity for causing reinfection. So, in other words, people who have maybe had the infection before with either the Delta variant or a different strain of COVID seem to be susceptible to getting COVID again with this Omicron variant. It seems to be highly contagious. And we know it's here in the United States, including definitely in New York. And as we have learned, when something is in New York, it is likely in Pennsylvania as well, unfortunately. All right, so those are the few things. What about its reaction to vaccine? Do we know, uh, we do know that the folks that have it don't seem to be as significantly ill as, if, as individuals who are unvaccinated. 
So that is true. We do know that the vaccines uh, have done a great job of preventing disease, right? Even though people may sometimes experience what we call a breakthrough infection, that infection in somebody who's been vaccinated tends to be much more mild. And if we look at patients in our hospitals right now with COVID, we see that only about 10% of them are people who have been vaccinated. The other 90% are people who never got vaccinated. And so the vaccine does a great job of preventing disease. And we are certainly hoping that that is going to be the case with Omicron as well. And since you're talking to uh, to some uh, business leaders here, what's your message for folks in the business community? Well, my message is right now we are already experiencing a surge here in Pennsylvania of the Delta variant. Something like 99.5 roughly percent of the cases of COVID we have right now in Pennsylvania are probably related to the Delta variant. All of our counties, every single county in Pennsylvania right now is experiencing a high level of infections. Roughly one in five patients in our hospitals have COVID and the health system is straining as a result. Um, And if Omicron comes in here with the rate of reinfection that we worry about, this surge could get even worse and it could be exacerbated by the fact that now it's December, it's winter coming, we're spending time more indoors, holidays, people are wanting to get together, et cetera. And all of these could make for a potential perfect storm of uh, high rates of infections and strains across not just the health system, but through businesses across the state. The key, of course, is prevention. Your grandmother was right when she told you, you know, the ounce of prevention is always worth the pound of cure. Uh, And the best mechanism we have for prevention is the vaccine. The vaccine will help prevent against disease. And we also know that wearing a mask is extremely important to help prevent the spread of infection as well. This is particularly true indoors. And with the high rate of infections going on right now, even if you have been vaccinated and are fully vaccinated and got your booster, then you still could be at risk of spreading or acquiring the infection indoors. And if you're going to the grocery, you're going to the hardware store, wear that mask. It will help. Well, we have a lot of resistance to wearing masks around here, but we are having a lot of new, uh, I call them the oh shoot moments where someone on a staff or a patient or a customer, whatever it happens to be in their particular setting, has COVID-19 where they weren't masking and they kind of let their guard down a little bit and then uh, people start to get it and they start to spread it. Uh, Bob and Art, uh, questions for our good doctor who we have on the line right now. Yes. Um, uh, actually, you know what? I think I'd better, uh, Art's my chairman. Art, go ahead. I do have one question for you, uh, Dr. Martin, and thank you very much for being here this morning. But Art, go ahead. Good morning, everybody. Um, I guess, Dr. Martin, uh, all I can think of right now is we've gone through cycles in the business world in the past 20, 22 months. We shut down. We were scared. Then we tried to open up as fast as we could, doing things differently. And we started to deal with people getting sick. And we started to deal with 
exposure to people who were sick. And then it was, okay, you need to take off 14 days. And then it was, all right, well, now you need to take off either seven days and test negative or 10 days without a test. And do we make them use their vacation time? Do we make them use their sick leave? Do we put COVID time on the timesheet and then the government reimburses us for that time? And we're tired and, and we want it to go away. Last winter it hit us and we thought it was gonna go away in the spring and then we thought it was gonna go away in the summer. Now, remembering we're in a world of small business where we don't have HR departments that are constantly on top of this. What do we tell our businesses in the chamber how we're handling the fact that it seems like a lot more people we know are getting the disease right now? You know, I think we're all pretty tired, quite frankly, of having to think about this and having to deal with it. Uh, and I will put my level of fatigue up against anybody's. Um, but, you know, ignoring the problem uh, or trying not to think about it clearly has not gotten us anywhere. And I think that mentality is something that we all have to, to address and be very conscious of, right? The problem doesn't go away just because you want it to uh, and you ignore it. And this is a problem which continues to evolve, uh, unfortunately, and it's a complicated problem, and it's one which we still have lots of questions about. But we do know a lot of things, and we know that preventing it is key, and we know the best mechanisms available right now to prevent disease are the vaccine and with wearing a mask in the indoor setting. All right, Bob, your I question. Guess, I, guess there's an, I, guess there's an, I guess an extension of that, uh, we know that our businesses that are members of our chamber can always give Bob and his staff a call, and uh, they're, they're on top of what the current CDC guidelines are for businesses to understand how they should proceed when one of their staff either comes down with it or is exposed to it. As that changes over time, uh, the chamber staff stays on top of that right Bob yeah exactly that's uh, that's I wake up every morning that's why I go to bed at night so I can wake up in the morning and answer those phone calls yeah <laughs> Dr. Martin my question I guess uh, and I, I uh, and, and Mark let me just ask you are you about to go to a break or uh, nope we'll, we'll, we'll we? have one more question for uh, Dr. Stanley okay. and then we'll go to the break okay okay so uh, Dr. Martin with your years of experience, and I, we just heard what you said, I'm tired. The people around you are tired. Are we safe? And um, and um, how much further can this be pushed? And I, I don't mean to create drama here, folks, but we're in this together. We have to depend on people like Dr. Martin and the 35,000 people that surround him at the Geisinger and the people at Evangelical and the people at UPMC and the doctors that you trust, we have to trust them. They are our neighbors. Uh, they, they make a $20 billion investment. They, our economy, the, the, the fact that we have one of the strongest economies in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in the greatest nation in the world is because that big blue building, <laughs> Central Hub in Danville, and it, it, this is no time for continued debate. Dr. Martin, is our, will the system hold? 
do we need to have I, a shot? Is mass enough? Is I certainly hope so. Uh, you know, the, the, the health systems certainly are straining right now. Um, we have a shortage of workers um, and support staff, and we have more and more patients uh, every day. Um, you know, I believe that with enough people vaccinated and having their boosters and being conscious about the spread of this infection by wearing masks, there is no reason why businesses can't continue to operate and function for the most part. Um, I think we just have to be conscious of what is needed in order to do that. And despite our fatigue, despite everybody's fatigue, I personally am tired of having conversations with family members watching a 40-year-old man die from COVID in the hospital who didn't need to die. Uh, he could be still alive if he had been vaccinated. And so this kind of fatigue is going to affect all of us, and we have to be aware of that. But ignoring it isn't going to solve the problem. Thank okay. you, Dr. Bob. All right. Bo- or, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Doc, ben. Uh, ben Reichley, real quick, uh, no drama question here. Uh, Reuters, the BBC, and others talk about uh, what has happened in South Africa, where this variant came from. And the reports out of South Africa, the, the health minister, she, she reported mild symptoms for those vaccinated, a little bit more for those who weren't vaccinated, but... Have we jumped the gun and the government fear factor taken control? Because the South African reports don't seem to match up with some of the things we started to be doing here in the United States. Well, I, I'm not sure that that's a fair assessment, although it is interesting to ask questions about the severity of variants and their transmissibility. It is theoretically possible that through a number of mutations, a virus that becomes more transmissible might also be less virulent, meaning it's less likely to cause a severe disease. That's certainly possible, but we can't rely on anecdotes to know that right now, and that's essentially what, what, what you're suggesting. So we need actual formal studies and large-scale statistics to really kind of grasp whether or not that could be true. And maybe it will be. Uh, we don't know yet, but let's not uh, let's not let wishful thinking get in the way one way or the other. All right, Dr. Stanley Martin, Director of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Geisinger, thank you so much uh, for your information and for checking in today. We're glad to hear you back on WKOK, and uh, we, yeah, thank you, Doc. we guarantee you we'll be checking back in again. Thank you very much. Do appreciate Stay that. Stay safe, everybody. All right, we're going to put our conference call on hold. So that uh, temporarily puts Bob Garrett of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce on hold. And uh, we also are going to uh, stand by to hear more from Art Thomas, uh, Chairman of the Chamber of uh, Commerce, also President of MECTEC and Diversified Construction. We'll take a quickie break, and we'll come back with uh, WKOK's Financial Friday, a uh, look at the impact of Omicron on business when we return. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. 
The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Back on the line, Art Thomas and Bob Garrett of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, jobless numbers, 4.2%, so that's down from 4.6% earlier. And uh, we still haven't heard from Art Thomas about these latest jobless numbers and what's going on out in the real world. Uh, Art, what's your reaction and some of your thoughts about what we've heard so far? Well, I think at this point, um, we can only put so much stock in the jobless number being at 4.2. We all know what the economy was like when it was 3.5 pre-COVID, and we all know that 4% or 5% or somewhere in there, depending on who you're talking to, is deemed full employment, and we all know that we're not at full employment. So 4.2, what does that mean? It means that we're all still running around like chickens with our heads cut off. We're all busy because we're covering more than one position because we're short-staffed. Uh, we're busy because the phones are ringing off the hook, and we're busy because we're short-staffed, yet we're told it's 4.2%. So there's people that are sitting on the sidelines and don't want to be in the game right now. Well, and the labor I mean, participation rate went up to 61.8%, so mm-hmm. this bounce along the bottom, it's that's an up bounce, so that's good, but not enough to make any Great. difference from the chair you sit in. Tell us, uh, for, it might seem like you're in a cramped office with all four walls moving in, Art. Uh, tell us about this reality that you're dealing with in this uh, current economy. Well, I'm just waiting for uh, one of my employees. You know, at MechTech we have six, and Diversified we have five. Woohoo! You know, I got eleven people. But I'm just waiting for one of them to say, uh, you know, my wife's got it, or my grandmother's got it, which is what we went through last December. Or I've got it, Art. You know, what am I going to do? What, what do you want me to do, Art? And I'm going to have to make a decision, like I do every other time, as to how we're going to handle that. And while we're doing that. And dealing with that, the phone's ringing off the hook, and clients are coming in the door. And nobody, right, Ben? Nobody likes to say no. Oh, I can't do that for you. Nobody wants to turn a customer away. Well, Customers are still coming. Supply chain is slow, yep. and staff is coming at you with all kinds of issues. Well, Art, it's, it's how many hats you can wear and how many balls you can juggle. And I, I don't think people understand in smaller businesses what what a um, let's see what what an owner what what owners do and they do everything answer the phone janitorial work and everything in between being the owner down to those levels what needs to be done how does it need to be done how can we get it done and you hit on a point too you know th- this is complicated hr stuff Back in the 70s and 80s, 60s, 70s, in the early 80s, HR was handled by a secretary, which now we call administrative people. You know, you, you got IT, 
IT, I think, was in accounting. Now, also in IT. These are major departments and needed in businesses. However, in smaller businesses, like you said, how many hats you can wear, how many balls you can juggle. And the positives are there's demand out there for services. The negatives are you don't have enough days and hours in the week to get all this done. And when I say this in a positive way, though, the non-productive parts of running a business, going and having to do HR, going to have to do some other things, uh, the regulations on government, the reportings, the taxes, th- th- those things take away from the operational side, needed, but they are. So, I, I, you know, unless you've been in the seat, it's hard for people, some people, to understand that. But it, it is a juggling act. And I hate to say this with this pandemic, uh, it's a three-ring circus, and it has been for, what, the last 18 months? Yeah, well said, well said. All right, uh, we're going to extend the Financial Friday. We're going to put our good guest back Is on hold. Is Garrett still around, or do we lose him? Oh, he's there. And oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I'm here. I'm are, a good guy. Can you stay into the 9 a.m. hour? Yes, I'm fine. All right, fantastic. Thank you. I hope you're doing paperwork and, and clackety-clacking while you're talking to <laughs> us. Filling out those government regulation forms. And put put on a couple of more hats. So OSHA, those OSHA forms uh, are... <laughs> while we do the news, you put on a few more hats. All right, our good guests are going to stay on the line because we got to... I still want to talk more about the jobless numbers and this uh, pinching and the Dr. Stanley remarks and this uh, m- mythical Omicron variant that's supposed to be so scary. But if you ask an expert like Dr. Stanley why we're so scared. He says, well, we're scared because we're smart, but <laughs> doesn't have anything to do with the fact that the variant itself fatigue. has... Fatigue. COVID uh, fatigue. Well, that's it. We're just worried. All right, so to be continued, Financial Friday, we're, we're going to extend this a little bit into the 9 a.m. hour. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer, Ben Reichley's here in the studio with us, a local business person, Republican committee person, and he's a little wound up today, <laughs> but he's going to try to sit still for an hour. We'll see if he can do it. Can you do that? One hour? Yes, no more coffee. Okay, we're cutting them off. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury. I'm Mark Lawrence. This is On the Mark on WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Beautiful Mark Friday, Lawrence, Mark. and Ben Riley. Well, it's a nice Friday. No argument about that. Okay, 1-800-795-9565. Write that down. You're going to need that in about 10 minutes mm-hmm. from right now. We're going to wrap up Financial Friday with Art Thomas, Chairman of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, President of MECTEC and Diversified Construction. Uh, he's uh, walking that fine line these days, hoping that everybody stays safe and well in that uh, company. They're thriving with lots of folks coming through the front door. And uh, Bob Garrett, President President and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce was on the On the Marker show earlier this week uh, talking about the fact that uh, he was diseased for a time, mm. but it recovered fast and is glad to say that he's back. But uh, um, did that change your perspective on this pandemic at all, the fact that you had to fight off the ailment yourself for a short time, Bob? Absolutely. This, this became extremely personal for me. You know, I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm honored. Uh, to be the presidency of the great CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, to stand on the shoulders of people like Roger Haddon, uh Senior, <laughs> you know the, the founder, and actually Harry Haddon, his father uh, at uh, 
at the Sunbury Broadcasting on the shoulders of Ben Reichley, the former chairman of the Transportation uh, Committee of our Chamber of Commerce, on the shoulders of Art Thomas, uh, a small businessman who's uh, allowing people to uh, to uh, age gracefully in their homes. You know, what I loved about that conversation that Art and Ben just had is I hope the listeners heard that's two business people, uh, one an employee-owned business, the other chairman of a business, two people that are intimately involved with the prosperity of what makes the greater Susquehanna Valley such a special place. And what they're saying to you is what Dr. Martin just said to you is, we are doing everything we can. We're doing our very best here, but we're all tired. We're gonna need a break uh, at some point. What, uh, what, uh, so if, uh, I don't think it's a HIPAA violation if I tell you. Uh, so if I can, and I'll try not to be too descript here, uh, Mark, and, I, and I'm standing on your shoulders too. I love you, buddy. But anyhow, what I want to say is that for me, I, I, I went to an event. CDC guidelines were not followed. I was not listening to Dr. Stanley Martin, a person who not only is helping us to long live. Uh, it's not a, just a radio ad, folks. It's per, it's true. Um, but I didn't listen to him. And I'm telling you, don't wait for Papa government to tell you what to do make good decisions you know chew your food wash your hands don't run with scissors uh, omicron variant i wanted dr martin i uh, to say this but he didn't so i'll say it and i don't think i'm putting words in his mouth this could be new normal we may see many many more variants what dr martin was telling you that's basic understood settled science and i know settled science we'll debate that another day over a beer or a glass of wine but the point is, the point is that masks work. You just heard on the nine o'clock news break, shutdowns did not work. Masks work. We, we need to stop the debate, folks. This disease, if we don't get beyond it, will end our species. If that is the most radical thing you've heard today, if that shocks you, you need to look at evolution. You know, the, the, the dominant species does not survive. We have to fight back. COVID-19 is not unprecedented. In 1918, 1919, we had a flu. They call it the Spanish flu. It's a lie. It started in a military base in Iowa. We call it the Spanish flu for strategic reasons. This is not, un, is no less, unpre, or no more unprecedented than it, and the fact that the Susquehanna River is going to flood again, okay? Every 100 years, it was 100 years, COVID-19, um, Spanish flu of 1918, it happens. It caught us flat-footed two years ago. We're smarter now. Be smart. Listen to doctors that you trust. If you, the federal government in particular, you know, Ben and I come from the conservative wing. We believe, when we were young and liberal, we believed that the federal government should defend our borders and deliver the mail. Ben and I don't believe anymore that the federal government should deliver the mail. That should be the private sector. The federal government's screwing that job up. That Let them defend our borders. We'll take right. care of everything else. Get out of the way. Let business be organic. Let business grow. That's, uh, that's the difference between Ben and 
marked. A couple of then events. Says, government small. Mark wants government to change his grandchildren's title. <laughs> okay, that's a liberal. That's a conservative. Okay, here we go. Now, it became very, very personal for me. I, I am vaccinated and I'm boosted. COVID, and I do not mean to diminish COVID. COVID was a walk in the park. It was a 36-hour um, mild winter cold. What happened is the virus, and, and again, do your studies, do your research. You're smart people. You're, you're, you've chosen to live in the greater Susquehanna Valley. There's no wall around the greater Susquehanna Valley. If you're stupid, please move. We need smart people. We need knowledge workers in our valley. Okay? Here's the thing. is We, we know you just heard Dr. Martin say wear a mask. Oh, what I wanted to tell you, the virus... For me, I have uh, pre-existing conditions and, and two comorbidities, okay? The virus, as it exited my body on day 10, filled my body with bacteria. So for the last 20 days, 24, to last night was the last tablet I took. I've been on a, a, uh, uh, an amphetamine that has a, um, that has an antihistamine in it that ends in S-O-N-E. That means steroid. And yes, my wife, if, if she if she lets me live in this house <laughs> over the weekend, I'm done now. It's all going to be out of my system in the next 48 hours. But but you know, I mean, uh, my wife says I'm going to start jumping over the buildings in downtown Harrisburg where we live. All right, but real, anyhow, real quick here, let's the, stop. Uh, what's one one more thing <laughs> is this has been a hell of a run. Don't do this to yourself, folks. I was there. Don't do this. Doctor Martin's asking you to put a mask on. You put a mask on, go out, shop local, go to Late Shoppers Night in Lewisburg. Uh, we had a great time in Sunbury last night. There were 500 people walking around Sunbury. The, the Knobles, uh Christmas Village, is just it just blew me away. Went down there. Great things are happening. Be safe, people. Don't be stupid. All right, we got you. Any key chamber event we can talk of before we let yeah. you go? Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Mark. And I, I, this is a very heavy show. I'm sorry about that. And it's all good. Fire me if you want. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I want to tell everybody about it. Uh, one big event. We're calling it our policy discussion 2021 wrap 2022 preview. Please, and you don't have to agree with me. You know, uh, in fact, uh, I'd love to debate with you, but you don't have to agree with me about politics. You don't have to agree with the Chamber of Commerce about politics, but democracy is a participant sport, folks. Get involved with the Chamber. We're going to have Alex Harper, Director of the Governmental Affairs mm -hmm. of the Pennsylvania Chamber of Business and Industry. Alex, like me and Art and Ben and Mark, has a perspective. You don't have to agree with it, but you can't check out. You have to stay involved. You have to stay in the, uh, in the debate it's uh, everything that the chamber is doing, and you're all members, 700 members, 53,000 employees of our 700 members. So there's nobody in the greater Susquehanna Valley is, that is one uh, iteration away from a chamber member. You all have a chamber member in your family. You are a member of the Chamber of Commerce, okay? Participate. Everything is at GSVCC, so that's Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, we're non-profits, so our suffix is O-R-G, G-S-V-C-C dot O-R-G. Please participate. It's, a, it's virtual. No way I'm going face-to-face um, going -face again uh, for a couple months. It's virtual, um, and 
Um, and so you, all you need is a telephone, and you can do it by telephone. We use Zoom, telephone or computer, participate in this. You need to know what's coming in the legislature. This affects your life. This affects whether or not you'll have a job in 2022. This affects whether or not you're going to get a retirement check. Wherever you are in life, this affects you. We need you involved. We want you involved. I don't care if you pay me a penny. I need you at these meetings. We need You need to be heard uh, there. I am, and this might be a surprise to Chris, uh, my executive director of membership, I'm going to try to have at least one of the candidates for governor listening in. Uh, to what we're going to do. There, you know, there's 25 of them or something, right, Ben? Uh, I'm going to have at least that listening in because I want to say, so what? Tell me so what? What are you going to do about this? You just heard what we need in the greater Susquehanna Valley. We can no longer have this gibberish coming out of these halls of Harrisburg and Washington, D.C. We've got to get serious here, folks. We're going to be fine. We're Americans. We're the greatest nation in the world. We're going to be fine. We have the best medical health care in the world. We're going to be fine, but we got to do it together. Right. We can't, no more finger-pointing, no more politics. Let's get this done. Let's get healthy. Let's, let's, let's make sure our best days, the roaring 2020s, are right ahead. Art, an additional comment, anything you wish to add? Just a, a parting philosophical thought uh, for all you business owners. That guy that sits in the second cubicle down the hall on the left side, does he have the common cold and flu symptoms, or does he have a mild case of COVID because he's been vaccinated? And how do you deal with either one? Well, that's the suit. He's tested, and we test him every day just for fun. So, yeah. You guys put him in the rubber room then, too, right? Well, no, but uh, all right. Men, thank you all so much for your uh, analysis and your remarks and all you're doing. And, Bob, thank you for the personal aspects of the story. Mm-hmm. We, we hope it hits a home run in the valley so, and it falls on uh, eager ears. Thank you both so much for all you're doing. All the best. Be well, guys. Okay. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Art Thomas, the second voice you heard there, chairman of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, president of MECTEC and Diversified Construction. Bob Garrett, president and CEO of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, hauling around a new bucket full of antibodies. So he's uh, glad to show show them off. Show them off. All right. We are going to flip to open phones now, the topic of your selection. we got some emails, uh, texts, and we'd love some calls, too. You can call us at 1-800-795-9565 on the market sponsor. You think that's funny? I'm looking forward to the calls. (laughs) The Sunbury Motor Company is our sponsor. You can find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. Email us. We have one brand new email. We're going to read that shortly. we got six other emails we didn't get to, so hopefully we'll get to those. We have texts left over from some yesterday, and then we'll get to new texts. So uh, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarket.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, very brief news headlines here, but we got open phones, 1-800-795-1111. Ben is wound up today, so I'm going to turn your mic off while I announce the show. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Uh, We're going to do some very brief news headlines here. Gunshots into a home in Sunbury. No injuries reported happened around 1 a.m. in the 100 block of North 5th Street in Sunbury Police say they'll have some more information about that later today. There'll soon be a million dollars in upgrades at the Sunbury Municipal Authority Solid Waste Transfer Station. A state grant of a million dollars will help fund the expansion of the existing tipping floor, replacement of the roof that's too low, and additional walls, fencing, and some new low-profile scales. Valley lawmakers say the changes will help increase daily intake from 100,000 to 300,000 pounds. A big increase in the number of COVID-19 cases in Pennsylvania, 9,100 cases in one day. In our area, there were 179 new cases purported in one day. Most of those in Northumberland County. There were also two deaths around here because of COVID-19. To no one's surprise, Governor Tom Wolf vetoed a bill that would have made it easier to carry a concealed firearm. It was his 52nd veto, the most since Milton Schapp, who left office in 1979. Senate Bill 565 sailed through the Republican-controlled legislature. It would remove the need for a permit to carry a concealed weapon. Governor Wolf noting more than 500 homicides in Philadelphia this year and more than 100 in Pittsburgh has taken aim at the bill for months. He says it is just wrong. And Merriam-Webster has chosen its word of the year for 2021. It is vaccine. People have looked up the word 600% more this year than previously. It's not a new word, but obviously they say the definition is going to have to evolve slightly. The new vaccines and the definition indicates that a vaccine wipes out a disease, which as we know for COVID-19 is not true. I'll turn your mic on, but you have to behave. We are taking serum, right? (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. All right. So one of our good listeners sends us a note and says, how about having a doctor on that doesn't think masks and the so-called vaccine are the only way to put an end to this virus? How about only some of the docs that think this vaccine is part of the problem or that masks are just an adult pacifier for those who bought into this fear porn or the doctors that say natural immunity is 10 times better than the jab? So if you have COVID, there's no no reason to get the shot. After Omicron, there will be another variant and another one after that and so on. This is pure insanity and not about our health, but about total control, says Doug. Uh, uh, fear, he has a point. Fear factor, <laughs> fear factor does come in here. And again, uh, you look at what's coming out of South Africa, it just doesn't quite add up to what's going on in certain parts of the country. So here here we are. Why should you fear Omicron? Because I told you so. That's all you yeah. need to know. Right. <laughs> Mike, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for checking in. We're enjoying an open Friday. 
Well, I'm going to try to make it interesting. Uh, oh, I don't know it's already been interesting. You, <laughs> I don't know if either of you fellas have been looking on the southwestern sky just at and after sunset lately, but up in the sky you'll see uh, Jupiter, Saturn, and Venus aligned almost in a, a straight line. And, and Venus is so bright. Even last night we had a, a, a minor cloud cover. It was shining through, you know, so beautiful. Is the, and, stop, stop, stop. Is Venus the brightest? I saw the lineup, and it, I thought that was fantastic, yeah. but I couldn't get a fix on which which was which. Okay, if on the left, the upper left would be Jupiter, okay? Mm. And then the one in between is Saturn, and then the lowest one in the sky would be Venus. And that's the brightest. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Venus yes, is, that the, is the brightest. Okay. And it's commonly it's commonly mistaken uh, by people as a UFO. Okay. I mean, I, I've had some very educated friends call me and say, Mike, Mike, you got to look in the, the in the this would be in the summertime up in the northwestern sky, north northwest, and, and there's a there's it, it's got to be a UFO. It, it looks like it's moving and coming right at us, you know. And it was Venus. So it, it is beautiful. And, uh, so, Mike, is it, it, it a natural, natural phenomenon, or is it a natural Pink Floyd album cover? <laughs> it's a natural phenomena, and uh, it's been out. You know, throughout the ages, people have been mesmerized by Venus, hmm. and that, 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 that's all. That's all I really know about. I'm not uh, astrology wasn't one, of, or yeah, astrology astronomy wasn't one of my uh, bigger things. All right, Mike, I'm re- going to stop you again. Yeah. Just one more split second. One of our good listeners, who's in the southern hemisphere right now, said, "And you're missing it right now. The space station is flying between the planets, but you have to be in Brazil to see it." So, <laughs> oh God, that, you know what? That is, I love. Uh, I love going out in the in the in the winter when it's cold and seeing the uh, space station. Uh, fly from one horizon to the other. Yeah. It's a thing of beauty. All right, go ahead but, now. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the point I want to make, uh, you know, you, it's about connecting. Like I like to connect the line between those three planets up there, and I and I want to connect a, a line between what's going on with the energy prices, and what precipitated that was a tweet from the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee yesterday that said, "Thank you, Joe Biden." And they had, a, they had a graph on there with a line showing the price of gas dropping dramatically, which the, the, because of the x-axis, it happened to be two cents. We dropped two cents, and they were thanking Joe. I mean, it was a drop, but when they misrepresent a graph to show something really dropping, that, you know, that, to me, that's just very disingenuous. And the, the point I'm trying to make here is there's three things, just like those planets in the sky, three things if we connect the... If we connect the, the dots, we can really point this increase in gas pretty much right at Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. First, when Biden took office, he uh, put a moratorium on new drilling for energy on federal lands. Okay, so that's going to limit supply. Okay, and then he uh, also has people in his administration that are doing things. We have the SEC which is going after banks. When I say going after banks, they're putting pressure on the banking institutions to squeeze energy companies for financing. And when I say that, they're, they're telling these uh, SEC people, are telling the banks that when they loan to energy companies, they have to take, the, they have to take into consideration causes that would uh, hurt the energy uh, companies and make those loans maybe go bad. Like, one of them is global warming, okay? And I mean, it's, trust me, in the short term, 10, 20, 30 years, it's a real, in my mind, and I think most professionals, it's a real stretch to think that a degree or whatever is going to hurt 
the uh, energy companies. And then, and then finally, we have a Congress, a Democrat-controlled Congress, that is flooding the, co- the country with money. And they're trying to uh, pass, basically, they call it a $1.7 trillion package, but it's really $5 trillion when, when people, you know, people that aren't partisan look at it and, and state the facts. And, they, and they're using gimmicks to uh, mislead people, saying that these programs are going to end after a few years when, when all of us know. Just like those planets in the sky, we can connect the dots. When a government institute a program that's a giveaway, it never ends, okay? So they're, they're, they're increasing the money supply, they're increasing government dependency, and that's all going to cause the dollar to weaken, and when the dollar weakens, the cost of things go up. So I think Americans need to look in the sky, those three planets, connect those dots, and then connect the dots, what's happening in Washington, and we need a course correction. I'm not saying throw out all the Democrats. I just say we need to put pressure on these politicians to say, like the 76% of the people in this country that say America's headed in the wrong direction. But those guys in Washington really aren't listening. Right. we got to work together. And that's what I'm saying. Well, imagine if all of our elected leaders worked for good instead of just sticking it Mm. to the other side. I mean, no, that's they work ridiculous. For the, they work, a lot of them work for the good of themselves. All right. Well, that's true. Self-sustaining. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for You're checking welcome. in. You We're take care. Really appreciate it. Mark, uh, I know we're called on the mark, but I think we have to have a subtitle today. Okay. I would say ground control <laughs> Major Tom. Okay. <laughs> Something. Right. All topics are fair <laughs> game. Uh, let's see. Uh, yesterday we had some questions about uh, the carry uh, or about handguns and buying guns mm-hmm. and rifles in Pennsylvania. And one of our good listeners says uh, to Joe McGranahan to purchase a handgun, it's the same process as a long gun. It's just concealing a handgun and carrying it before you would need an additional permit. Another listener says in Pennsylvania, a person must be 18 years of age to purchase a long gun and 21 for a handgun. 21 is the age for a handgun across the country. And as far as open carry in Pennsylvania, I would be assuming if I said only 18 and older can carry a long gun open and younger are barred except for hunting purposes. So that's uh, one of our good listeners answering some of our uh, questions on that topic. 1-800-795-9565. Yesterday we did talk about uh, some of the gun. uh, There was a shooting in Michigan, so that uh, popped up into the news again. And uh, we also talked about the Rittenhouse verdict as it related to a firearm. We also talked about abortion, the U.S. Supreme Court case. Uh, Looks like the uh, Supreme Court justices, according to folks who follow those kind of thing, are going to uh, diminish the uh, strict capabilities of Roe v. Wade. Mississippi's law could be upheld. What's your view on that? We have some emails and uh, well, some emails related mm. to that. We'll try to read those ASAP. But we got open phones one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com. All right, one of our good listeners sends us a note. Uh, This is about the vaccine. Says the vaccine doesn't prevent COVID. Proven fact. Whoever is saying the vaccine prevents COVID is not telling the truth. I'll agree with that. I think it supposedly diminishes the... Ability to catch it, yes, no argument there. It uh, strengthens your immunity, so you may not get it, but it does Mm. not prevent COVID. There's no argument there. If it did, the vaxxed wouldn't be catching it. Duh. Stop the lies. All right, we appreciate that text. I added the duh in there. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Enjoying a busy Open Phones Friday. Ken, thank you for waiting through the break. You are on the mark. Good morning. Good morning. I am... 
I don't know the gentleman that called from the Chamber of Commerce. Never met him. I'm sure he's a good guy. But to suggest that this particular COVID and or Omicron will be the end of our species, <laughs> I believe is a very, very irresponsible statement. Did he say that? Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't hear he that. He implied that this is a serious enough... No, he said it, it was a quote. Listen to the tape. He said, this will be the end of our species. And then he went on to compare COVID to the Spanish flu, because he gave you the origins of it. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact of the matter is, the Spanish flu killed 50 million people. 50 million. We're not even close to that. The death rate with COVID, <laughs> I just read the news... Um, numbers from Pennsylvania is barely 1.9%. And that's assuming that all of them are accurate. Who knows? That's open to open to interpretation. But gotcha. see, that's part of the problem. The fear-mongering that comes up, the end of our species? Really? I can't believe the gentleman said it. I, I believe it must have been a slip of the tongue. Right. Yeah, it could be. Well, Dr. Martin, our good listener, says Dr. Martin said the vaccine prevents you from getting COVID. And I guess it does in a manner of speaking, but it doesn't stop you from getting COVID. So anyway, all right, Ken, go ahead, wrap up. What else? Uh, No, I'm vaccinated, and I I don't think it's a bad thing. My mother is elderly. Um, I have diabetes, so I felt like it was a good thing. But I don't think you should force anyone to do it. And I will get a booster shot. My kids are all vaccinated. Um, we And I'm a staunch Republican. So the stereotype of Republicans not wanting to get vaccinated is totally incorrect. Right. Bucknell educated, too. All my friends too. are Republicans, and they're all vaccinated. Yeah, and, and Ken, to put that up, look at Los Angeles County. And look at Alameda County. Look at counties in San Francisco that the vaccination rates are, are lower than people... Those aren't Republican hotbeds. No, no. And and the final thing I, I wanted to say, which is totally off base, is this Jesse Smollett thing. <laughs> Where, why is it that the liberal media, including Robin Roberts, can't come out and say they were wrong? Doesn't fit their narrative. They made, right. him, it's like they the, made him a hero. The, and it yes. was totally fake. It was fake times 10, and they didn't do their research, as we see in most cases where the media, the left media or the mainstream media jumps on something. Well, and they take it two steps back because there might be some differences. And they don't think they were wrong. They think they yes. were just acting on the facts that were presented at the time. It's like President Trump. He never apologizes even when he's wrong because he says he's just acting on the facts as he knew them at that time. Well, same with the media. I, you are getting a couple of news media these days that are apologizing when necessary. That's rare. Maybe that'll be a trend. Yeah, downtown Chicago. I, I, watched, I watched a clip on from ABC, Robin Roberts, last night, and she said, Jesse, you are so beautiful. That's so beautiful. <laughs> it was all fake. Oh, that's funny. Well, it was he, all fake. He's a fake felon. Yeah. Talk, about the, talk about divisiveness and promoting divisiveness. All right, we got you. Don't Thank even you. take the time to look into the actual statement. All right, we got you, Ken. Thank you so much for calling in. Very glad to hear from you. All righty, downtown next Chicago. Caller, Dan, we got calls lined up. Dan, you are next up on on the marker. Right ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey, we that re- resist the serum, it's not because of politics. It's because of facts. Uh, on Wednesday. Uh, Sam Rohr has a radio program in this area on three stations. He had a guest from Maryland, Dr. 
Doris Cahill, and she's a research microbiologist and immunologist, and she recommends nobody, nobody takes a so-called vaccine. In the long run, it'll do more harm to you than good, and the more you get jabbed, the more harm it'll do. It just spikes the uh, the protein and does so damage Dan, Dan, what's, to what's your, she saying, then, Dan? Is she saying the spike in the protein will have an adverse effect on some of your internal organs? That's correct. Hmm. Your heart and your arteries. It all it may it may it causes inflammation, just like the COVID nineteen would do and roughs them up, makes dents in them, and blood flows in there and causes it to fill up, which in turn causes blood clots, which can kill you. And this is her recommendation, and you can look her up, and you can look up the Sam Rohr radio program, which aired on Wednesday, her first program, aired December the 10th of this year talking about, or last year talking about last year, December the 10th, she aired her first program and she's a PhD microbiologist and she's also an immunologist from Ireland and she says do not, do not believe what we're being told about these serums it's like one caller said on Monday it's a it's a gene therapy and it's not a vaccine as we knew vaccines in the past okay well Dan appreciate it call have yourself a, a good weekend we got another caller but hey, uh, you do hey. bring a different perspective yes and uh, hey Thank you, and you gentlemen have a great weekend. All right, thank you so much. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Mark, why did you bring Trump into the discussion of Smollett and the fake news mainstream media? I was talking, I, I guess I, you missed that, sorry. Uh, the key is that uh, some individuals or entities or organizations are very reluctant to apologize if they've done something wrong or said something false. Well, you and know that's that, the, uh, the through line between them. That's the only connection connection between the downtown two. Downtown Chicago is MAGA territory all over downtown Chicago, especially at 2 a.m. in a vortex. I mean, there's just uh, Trump supporters running all over the city. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, one of our good listeners says, Mike has no idea what he's talking about. There are millions of untapped acres of for oil and wells that were shut down last year that are still haven't been restarted. So okay. I'm not sure what's happening there. Yeah, I was going to say, lost uh, that one. Let's see. 1-800-795-9565. Lance, thank you for waiting a short time. You are on the mark. Oh, anyways, a friend of mine said after... Uh, he watched one of those internet videos where the anti-vaxxer was uh, waxing eloquently about how everybody was going to die in about three years that had gotten the vaccine. Well, I said, I thought like I wanted to take my life savings, buy a new Corvette, <laughs> and then see if I could con the boss's secretary into heading out to Las Vegas with me. So, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, really. Okay. What I called about here was... Uh, the government help, 
know, we can always pour money into things and expect uh, great results. Well, we're told in many, many places that what built the middle class was the government providing college educations for the returning GIs who then plugged themselves into the economy and made everything work. Well, there was no reason to do that because back then anybody who wanted to go to college could uh, really pick tomatoes or whatever and get enough money to do it. Uh, some interesting stuff here. Back in 1950, with uh, average income about $4,000, tuition at Harvard was $650. Wow. Yeah, okay. And uh, a new house was just about, a really good one was about eight. You could build one for six. So we're talking like two years' income, you know, for a new house, and then with uh, tuition is there. Okay, by 1967, the house was 14000 income was 7500 And now we enter the great society programs. So that today, a house costs, well, it's 67000 average income, around 300000 We're looking at four and a half times. And college tuition, at, well, this is at Harvard now, is 48000 which is interesting because it's a whole lot less and what Bucknell is. Hmm. And uh, all that was because the great society programs pumped all that money into where it wasn't needed. you agree with that? Well, when you say where it wasn't needed, where... Oh, what I'm talking about, into education and housing. Well, I, I think the great society programs can be looked at in, in, in the scenario with... Uh, unlike private industry and government is there's never a, a, a recount about going back to see did this return on investment did this do what we said it would do in private industry you tweak those as you go through government policies seem to get never end and if they're good maybe if we can um, find some they're good if they're bad we keep funding them but if you my part about uh, looking at the great society programs Look at what was going on before, and then look what happened after. And what's yeah. a real interesting stat is the, they don't call them unwed mothers anymore. They call them single mothers now. But you look at white and black single mothers in the late 50s, early 60s, and there was not, I mean, there was a problem, but there was more white single mothers than there were black. Then all of a sudden the government stepped in and was going to help the minorities, and how much help did they really do? As I've had yeah. friends who are, are minorities say, those programs almost and have ruined black communities. And look at look at the lack of fathers, not just in blacks but in whites. Look at the lack of fathers within the family. And look at the 1960s legislation. Did that have something to do with some of that? Yeah, it sure did. Well, talk about it, too. It also smashed up the nuclear family, as we know it. It certainly did. There's two, yeah, two things that uh, parents, one for their kids, one's a good education and a decent place to live. So by forcing the price of them up so hard, mom had to go to work. I mean, it drove everything out. I mean, I grew up in a, a uh, well, a family household as a nuclear family, and my mother did not work outside the home. We did it all on one income, and we had plenty. And then the government decided to help. 
<laughs> well, yeah, and look at this, and Mark and I were talking off the air, but look at what's going on right now with some of these movements. Black Lives Matters right now is promoting, right. promoting to boycotting companies that are owned by white folks companies are owned by a lot of people so but you got black lives matter looking at doing a black xmas taking christ out of christmas but they want a boycott of banks businesses for uh, the month of december basically so what what type of movement promotes something like that that's that's not very divisive is it boycott oh, boycotts oh, are on, common on a, on a black lives matter deal why uh they see the nuclear family as we know it, you know, with mom and pop and the kids, as a, as a white racist plot. Yep. Yep. And they, and they do. That. They've stated that. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for calling yes, in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Still got some pent-up demand in the email category, mm. but uh, open phones right now. 1-800-795-9565. I'll read one of the emails, then we'll hit the break. i got to tell you about the truck I'm driving now, too. Uh, one of our listeners, Pete, says, We keep hearing about a woman's right, her body. It's no longer just about her once she becomes pregnant. If we were all allowed to kill people who make us uncomfortable, the homicide number numbers would be through the roof. Uh, you say her body is her choice. I would say she did she did make her choice and that's to be unprotected during sex. If a mother is in addiction and she harms her baby, she could be charged criminally. I assume the courts with lawmakers have decided when a fetus is viable. If someone were to kill a pregnant woman, that person would be charged twice for homicide. Let's be clear that killing a child is not Healthcare says Pete. Well, uh, today women have the right to privacy to make their own decision. Uh, you know, uh, up until that twenty-fourth week at this point. But uh, we certainly got some eggheads who understand the Supreme Court says that will be changing in the uh, halfway through the next year. Mm. So to be continued. As for unprotected sex, I think uh, this is where everybody always says, "Well, the man has a role in this too." I mean, he agreed to have unprotected sex, so maybe that's that a factor? Is that? But. Uh, I think, uh, you know, women get to choose. I, I can debate this all the time, and Pete and I can be in full agreement on this, but uh, women get their right to privacy, and they get to choose. So that's that's the name of that tune. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Abortion is the topic of our next email, so we'll read that when we come back. I want to tell you about uh, the new truck that I'm driving in right now. It's a 2022 Antimatter Blue. They put me back in that blue truck, mm. and oh, my Gosh, this is it's a bit of a tuna boat because it's got the eight foot bed and four doors. Uh, the moon roof starts right in front of the windshield, it goes all the way back you know behind what you can do the with back that seat. Moon roof. What's that? You can open up at night, and you and your lovely wife can go out and look at <laughs> three planets. That's right. Well, they're a little bit closer to the horizon, we'd have to put yeah. our head up okay. pretty high. But you can put your head out the moon roof, it opens up, and it is just a stunning truck. And it's got that special tow package ride package so that uh, it rides like a dream. And then when you're ready to to back up a trailer. You just tell it what to do, tell it where to go, and it goes there. So just a fabulous uh, truck, less than $60,000. Antimatter blue, which is that great blue. Looks gray or black at the nighttime, but in the daytime it comes out to be like a turquoisey blue, very nice metallic flake. So we invite you to do what I've done, drive around in a brand new truck from the Sunbury Motor Company and do as mm -hmm. I did before we pick this one up, sunburymotors.com. Brings out the color of your eyes. Thank you. When it comes to car 
buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, feel free to call us immediately, 1-800-795-9565, the U.S. Supreme Court topic from this week. Talked about the jobless numbers, Bob Garrett's personal story of contracting COVID at a function, and then uh, he's on the men, so we're glad to say. Last pill today. All right. Oh, is it really? Super. And it's the end of our species as we know it. So we would appreciate your call if you wish to comment on this. 1-800-795-9565. One of our good listeners uh, said the planets were in perfect alignment on the Mm -hmm. uh, uh, southwestern horizon each evening. I'll certainly vouch for that. You can see him from my tree stand when I climb down at night. I guess They're you could, though, but, you know, I just think, again, is it really, it might be just a old Pink Floyd album cover he's looking at, too, right? <laughs> Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. All right, 1-800-795-9565 on the topic of abortion. One of our good listeners sends us a note, says, it's all in the talk about the right to choose to have an abortion. It falls on the shoulders of the woman. Since I have only ever heard of one immaculate conception, let's put half of the responsibility on the men. In states that want to restrict abortion, let them also pass a law that a woman can name the father of a child. That man will be required to take a paternity test. If it comes back a match, one-fourth of his income would automatically be taken from his paycheck and put into account to be used for any needs the child would have until the age of 18. Also, the father would be lawfully required to pay for the child's health coverage. Any father ducking his responsibility would be sentenced to an automatic 10 years house arrest that may help cut down on unwanted Mm, pregnancies. Interesting. see that that would have some legs and maybe parts of that would be uh, very plausible. One of our listeners agrees, says, yes, it takes two to tango and both participants are responsible <laughs> for any pregnancy. I don't think there's tango. <laughs> it's not a dance step. Protection is available. Use that! <laughs> it's not a dance step. Hey, Mark, interesting points here. Uh, one thing I'd like to throw out, uh, a little different scenario. There you Olympics. might as well. We've covered everything else. Olympics today. coming up in China. Might The uh, United States might be doing an if-we-go type of deal. What? The organization, athletic organization that has some Hoyas that have stepped up and said, no, no, China, is the uh, World Tennis Organization. And there's a young lady, female tennis player from China, who has made harassment uh, allegations against a uh, CCP, that's the Communist Party leader in China. Wait, wait. The Communist Party says that's false. Yes, and the China, you know, they're 110 percent right because and they can't only be 100 percent right; they're 110 percent right. <laughs> anyway, this lady is and the virus missing. came from a market, also. Yeah, oh, yes, and they said uh, that uh, they they talked to her, but they didn't have video of her. However, 
The World Tennis Organization has pulled uh, tournaments out of China and has made a step, unlike the NBA. And you want to talk about an organization that is bending over or literally on their knee to the uh, Chinese government because of the money is the NBA. One one star out of the uh, Celtics um, changed his name, just became an American citizen to freedom. I want to say, I, I'm going to get his name wrong, however, is standing up, a Turkish gentleman. So the NBA, folks... Not good. All right. I got to finish uh, one of our, I asked a listener a question and she sent in the answer. It says last week or earlier this week, Mark, you asked about how much Obamacare drove up the cost of health insurance. In the fall of 2014, a working paper from the National Bureau of Economic Research, which is a nonpartisan uh, economic research egghead group, found that 2014 premiums in the entire non group individual market on and off the exchanges had increased by 24% more. Okay. 24% more more than if we didn't have the Affordable Care Act in Pennsylvania, the cost of health insurance for young men rose 49%. Mm. Are these eggheads scrambled or hard-boiled? <laughs> poached. Oh, good. They're poached. They're Folks, brought in from other countries. a couple things. GG Sone, FCC, bad news. Jesse Smollett, Mark, this is, <laughs> this is a Saturday Night Live skit. Very sad. Just waiting to happen. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening all week. We'll be back on Monday morning with another session of Open Phones. Joe McGranahan will be back, but Ben will be back next Friday. This is WKOK Sunbury, 10 o'clock.